Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Podcast. All right. I almost forgot. <laughs> you were late on that yeah. one. <laughs> All right. So we are, thank you for tuning in uh, for another episode of the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori. This is a podcast where we talk about terrible women in history and folklore. Our topic for today is Guinevere Garcia. Guinevere so, Garcia. Yeah. Our guest for tonight <laughs> is a very funny stand-up comedian <laughs> and podcaster. And I dare say we gave a wedding toast that was so amazing. We broke up a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up for yeah? Jiggly. For <laughs> Just, Jiggly. Justice Wainwright. Hello, hello. Marriage destroyer. Yes. <laughs> Happiness well, ender. What was the toast? Did you guys do like a... Uh, oh, we were like, you guys, you're going to break up in five years. Yeah. Toast. Yeah. That was it. It was oddly specific. Like was we had five this, years? Yeah. Nice. We had this thing where we were like, it like a black cloud came over us and we're like, he's going to leave you with no notification. Yeah. And, uh, and this was the toast? Yeah, yeah, no. And they, no. And people thought it was a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, yes, and, right? And we just walked off. Yeah, and then we just, oh my God. We just gave her a stink eye. We like, just backwards <laughs> out of the. You know what you're getting thing. into. No, actually, we did like a, a reenactment of what their first meeting was like. And it was basically just like them being like, well, we can't get with Justice and Lori, so let's just be with each other. Yeah. I think I had a wig on because any chance for me to wear a wig is, is well, that's a, a weekday. I just, I just remember you gave me Adderall. And I literally came up to you, I think, like four times during that day and was like, I'm changing the the, way, the theme of the sketch. I'm changing it. All right. And then like up to the last minute, I was like, I'm changing the idea. And you were like, OK, fine. Like, I don't yeah, care. You were like the, ra- the rare person who was neurotic on Adderall because usually everyone's super chill. But, yeah, you were. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this again. It was like I had like so many ideas. I was like, let's do this. Is there any way we can get a crane? Can we get a crane? That's because Lori doesn't have. Like ADD, she has the opposite where she just fixates on one oh, thing. Oh yeah, for and people way like that, long. you can't. Yeah. They just yeah. get fastidious, and they like I take naps on it. Yeah, that's how bad my ADD is. Yeah. Nothing happens to me on it, which is I hear is, is if you don't if you have ADD or yes. something. So nothing happens to me on it. Okay, so you might be dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. That we, sounds you might be probably. in the next podcast. That makes not, sense. Yeah, she does not <laughs> have a, a pulse. <laughs> I keep wondering why the heart isn't beating. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of women without hearts, uh, Guinevere Garcia. Yeah. Uh, so she has a heart and it was broken. It was literally ripped out of her body. Yes. <laughs> oh. Forced out of her. It wasn't um, literally. You, you see, you're, you're one of those people that misuses Oh, that, there you uh, go. Damn figurative. David Cross. Is going to be really cross with you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, hopefully one day I'll meet him and he'll be on this podcast yeah. talking about women he hates. That'll be great. Yeah. In the age of me, too. Yeah. Sign me up. That's why we do this podcast. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm so excited. If I become like successful, I want this ripped open like from the past and people saying, yes. look at this thing he did. He's a monster. This is the one thing that you'll be embarrassed about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything yeah. else in your career have been complete successes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gonorrhea is cleared up. It's fine. So yeah, I don't want to talk about it. But yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, speaking of gonorrhea, Guinevere Garcia. Um, Guinevere Gonorrhea. Guinevere Gonorrhea Garcia. <laughs> That's our nickname we're giving to her. She was uh, she's a woman who, just a short summary, she uh, was convicted of first degree murder twice and uh, received the death penalty because of that. 
and then that was commuted to life sentence. So I'm going to get into her main story. The uh, I didn't find a lot of reports on her, but the couple of reports I found, all of them say that she was born on a kitchen table. <laughs> so that <laughs> what was... What is, is that? Sounds like a metaphor, right? That like was it sounds the like, first yeah. thing that said, born on a kitchen table. So <laughs> on the 4th of July, right? <laughs> you know, it's a full and, song. Next uh, to the pro- potato salad. Oh, really? It's I, a folk song? I mean, it could be. Oh. This is a there, podcast. You yes. literally just can make up whatever you want. <laughs> That's who's true. Who's going to fact check this? That's true. In Chicago, 1958. So I'm sure probably maybe born Chicago. on the floor. Yeah. Chicago. Uh, she was, so she has had many aliases. Her f- first name is Guinevere, but she's gone by Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> Good Gouin? for her. Good Gouin? for her. I, that's a G-U-I-N, right? That's Gwen. G-U-I-N. Uh, oh, that's Gwen. I think that's just the typo you found. No, it's oh, she yeah. said they said that she goes by that. I refuse to believe that's Gwen. 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 Yeah. It's the uh, Chicago way of yes. saying Gwen. <laughs> Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> Let's get some brats. Uh, Guinevere Garcia, Guinevere Cootie, and Guinevere Swan. So those were her... Uh, Aliases. Her mom was Marvel Cootie, which <laughs> sounds Marvel with a B. Sounds or, like a, or a, a B. Was woman, a na- woman's name for her vagina. Marvel Cootie. Marvel Cootie. <laughs> Did she yeah. go by Mwen? Mwen. Mooney. And her father was named uh, Louis Swan or Louis Swan. And he abandoned the family soon after Guinevere was born. So the father left soon after. And then at 14 months, her mother plunged to her death from a second story window. Jesus. I feel like she's committed suicide. Like they, don't mention, they don't mention it. But I feel like a second story window, like you want to kill yourself if you're aiming for it. Oh, so that's not fall? very high. No. That's, that's like what an saying. ankle, twisting an ankle. But that's she what died. I'm saying. It's like she, she made it happen. You know, yeah. I feel like if you don't want to live, you make it happen. Yeah, you no, know? definitely. Yeah. yeah. As comedians, yeah. we can all probably yes. attest to that. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. 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 We want to yeah. be here, you guys. Yes. Yeah, we just yes. want the attention of I'm not a, wanting to live. Yes. I'm just in a one-story <laughs> apartment, but once I get that second one... <laughs> Ooh, well, I just want to share my art with the world. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. We I want got... attention. Yeah. <laughs> so Give me she, the razor. Did she watch her mom jump off of this? Was she... she or fall? Was she four? You said she was fourteen, 14 months. months old. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So I mean, watch is a relative. Term. Yeah. You know, she was she was there. She's traumatized, but yeah. she won't remember why. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like Dexter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like Dexter. Uh, so then she ended up moving in with her maternal grandmother, grandfather, and their sons. Now there's not. It's not known how many sons. We know for one for sure. Uh, but its sons is plural, so I'm assuming there's more than one because it it's brought up sons multiple times. It's like the 50s, right? Yeah. So there's at oh, least yeah. eight. Yeah. Just yeah. Out. The Catholic. Which is gonna yeah. get real yeah. sad real quick that we know yeah. that we're saying it's eight because turns out the grandfather and the sons all took turns raping Guinevere. Oh. Uh, so. This took a dark turn. Yeah. We could use the trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe even about the falling off. You know, that's uh, a trigger thing too. Yeah. Two I think stories. This whole, to be fair, the whole podcast is a fucking <laughs> trigger yeah, warning. Yeah, exactly. If you're reading something about Bloody Mary, you're yeah. probably, you should be prepared. So one of her uncles, John, who I feel like an Uncle John is never a good guy. No, no. He's never no. an uncle. Fucking asshole. He's I have bad. an Uncle John. He voted for Trump. Oh. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Well, this Uncle John would anesthetize Gwen beforehand by forcing her to down shots of Seagram's VO. 
which, if you guys didn't know, Seagram's VO is a Canadian whiskey, and Irish and Canadian whiskeys are spelled without the E. W-H-I-S-K-Y. Whiskey. Also, um, whiskey was legal during Prohibition. There was a law which allowed doctors to prescribe whiskey as medicine. Mm, the good old days. How so, old was she? So how old was she at this point? Could you just let it sit for a second? <laughs> could you just not? Just like 14. he told her, downing the alcohol oh. down her throat. Could you just let it sit for a second? Swallow it, swallow it, swallow it. It's swallow. not with an E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's less alcohol. There's no E. So she, they said from six, from the age of six oh my on. God. So she said, Garcia once told a prison psychiatrist that her grandmother knew of the abuse. Mm. She had once walked in while it was happening and Garcia said her grandmother simply asked her uncle if he was wearing a condom. Wow. Yeah. So by the time Guinevere was 11, she was an alcoholic. I wonder why. Yeah. She was, mi- yeah, that's crazy. That's. And so it doesn't get better. She was an alcoholic. She came from an abusive family. At 14, she was gang raped by five teenage boys. They were arrested but never convicted. Why weren't they convicted? I, just never. They just, the boys will be boys. It's, yeah. It's like the 60s Probably. right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, and that's the that's the other thing I was going to ask. Why is it so rampant that um, if a family member finds out that there's another abuser in the family, that why why they, they just cover it up? I think it's just, easier than dealing with it. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's Jesus why. Christ. I think it's like a primate thing too. Like if you strip everything out of it sociologically, I think there must be something in our genes that we want to protect our family from outside threats. Yeah, and people finding right. out about that, it's an outside threat. I don't know how you deal with that in your mind. I wouldn't be able to handle that. No, but I'm not a no. monster like her grandmother was. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. she just goddamn family. Speaking of five, there was a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> called The Jackson. Five, which was spelled the number five I V E. That was a smooth segue. It was which, yeah. aired, <laughs> which aired from 1971 to 1972, and it was a colorful look, colorful and psychedelic cartoon version of Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon, and Michael embarking on adventures. But the Jackson Five were actually not involved due to their own recording and touring schedule. You know. <laughs> I'm I just trying. I'm trying. I don't know I'm, if it's working. I'm I don't trying. think it's working. I'm trying to alleviate the terribleness. And it's not. Because <laughs> it feels like you're just brushing over it. It does feel like <laughs> someone walked to the room and said, your baby has died. I'm sorry, but have you tried new po- co- Coke Zero? It's delicious. <laughs> Coke Zero is delicious. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm diabetic. I will, I, also be, yeah, I will be serving Zero it at my baby's worries. funeral. Sorry Thank about you. the rape. Have you tried Google Wi-Fi? I I have. It just, yes. it feels... Yes, I have. Thank you very much. I appreciate you apologizing and introducing <laughs> me to Google Wi-Fi. <laughs> I am a wasp. This is what I do. Okay. <laughs> Let me have this. I, I have a hard time diving into things. So, so. she is raped and then raped again. She's just just consistently a victim. Yeah. My God, her entire life. She's just. Yeah, it's the worst. So by 15, she dropped out of high school and fled her grandmother's house. She was supporting herself by being. She lasted till 15 in high school. Yeah, Yeah, for her. I know. She supported herself by being a stripper and a prostitute. She started stripping at a club called Dreamway. (laughs) And her stripper name was Guinevere Kuti. Dreamway, Illinois. Yeah. Uh. Find your dream way. Dream way. 
trying to figure out what their slogan would be. <laughs> I think their slogan was, get out. It's <laughs> really depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Guinevere Kuti, Kuti, if you don't remember, was her mother's name, last name. Yeah, so yeah, her stripper name was an homage to her mother. Mm. Okay. So that was nice. So somehow... Do you think she also thought it sounded like pussy? Like Kuti? Probably Kuti yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that wasn't accidental. No. no. That wasn't? Oh. No. Are you sure? She chose that on purpose. Okay. She also, it's not that creative of a name. She just took her mother's maiden name and her normal name. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she should have done a better job with like she's, she's doing yeah, the best. Yeah, there you go. That's even, yeah. that's way better. She's yeah. doing Gazongas. the best she can. Hilarity she's, Clinton. All right. I mean. You know, <laughs> something <laughs> clever. She's doing the best. <laughs> I mean. She can. <laughs> so somehow. She could have goose step Marvel. <laughs> Goo and cootie. Oh, okay. That was her name. <laughs> Those are good. So somehow she made it back to her family. She moved in back with her family. But at 16, her grandfather sold her to an Iranian student named Simon Falakasa for $1,500 so he could get a green card and stay in the United States. The two lived on and off as husband and wife for 18 months until she became pregnant by another man named Abraham Salumani. Now at 17, both guys are out of the picture. She now moves in with... It only took two years. Yeah. She she now moves in with another guy named Steve Garber and gives birth to her baby, whom she names Sarah Garber. She kind of tries to take over a new leaf with Sarah. She sees her as like a, you know, like a, a new... A fresh start. A fresh start. But by the time she has Sarah, she's already been arrested for prostitution, assault, and armed robbery. So when Sarah's born, her grandmother threatens to file for custody of the baby. It's always nice when people think that they can have... If there's a new baby, there's a fresh start. Yeah. It's always... Yeah, why did the grandmother so think that she'd be a better... Like, was she going to come in there? Are you wearing a condom? That's not a good <laughs> parenting, you know? Yeah. Like... She probably thought she was being professional. Yeah, I want like that kind of confidence. Yeah. yeah. I mean... It's a shitty confidence, but it's yeah. confidence yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sign it's unfounded. Up. If I had the confidence of shitty people, I think I would be... I, thought, I bet her argument was like, you made it this far, so I did something right. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. No, so it wasn't her always, fault. That's yeah. always the yeah. argument of shitty people, is that, well, you're still around. I even though I, I doubt she even thought she was better at it. She just probably hated Guinevere. She obviously hated her for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? She just probably, like, I maybe she was one of those, like, older women who just sees her you know granddaughter as a threat exactly so she's just like you know why are you why do you think you're better than me it's right. like she's 15 or 17 calm 17 down 17 and she's broken by your whole fucking family yeah so th- knowing that knowing that her grandmother is or is gonna probably t- have custody of sarah and that she'll be living there with her grandfather and uncles right that same where she, situation yeah, same situation in august 1977 Gwen suffocated Sarah by placing a plastic bag over her head. Sarah was only 11 months old. Oh, oh that's terrible. <laughs> now, she was like under the impression that the baby was going to be taken almost guaranteed, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's what she claims. Now, at, at this point there, are, which we'll learn with her other crime, there are 
other circumstances where people have said that there was they nobody ever said that she was going to have custody. You know, she was just a raging alcoholic and she just, you know, I mean, this is somebody who every time she thinks something bad is going to happen to her happens, though. And it's worse usually than she imagines. Yes. So, of course, she and if she already had that rap sheet of being arrested, then the law wasn't on their side where her shitty grandmother probably got away with all her crimes. Yeah. Yeah. She was never. Yeah. Even I would have killed them. Like, no joke. I'd have been like, baby, chill here. Well, that's like, you know, yeah, right. It's like the thing where you can't you you just feel powerless. Yeah. Against your abusers. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So now. So here's the thing with Gwen is that she has. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. What's the deal? Uh, So she has uh, all this rage inside of her, right? Obviously. So she now has trauma and and trauma, and she now has taken that rage out for whatever reason, whatever justifiable reason she thought she had, it was wrong, and killed her child. Well, so now she has. She's still an alcoholic. She's still dealing with all this trauma. So how does she? release it. Well, in 1980, around Sarah's birthday, she starts two fires on Chicago's north side. In 1981, near the anniversary of Sarah's death, she sets two more fires in a building in which her grandmother lived. She was still living there? Yeah. Okay, so she was trying to, like, exact her revenge. Yeah, so she was trying basically trying to be, like, you know, hopefully these fires will will cleanse. Yeah, instead of yeah, and me, instead of me actually doing something, right? So police noticed that Garcia, that Guinevere was kind of hanging out. She was drunk. She was like lingering near the fires, and they were like, "Hey, maybe we should go talk to her." You know, <laughs> just to see what, why she was you there. Talk to her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. What are you doing over there? Hot chick over there. <laughs> Is that Cootie? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Is that Cootie from yeah. Dreamway. And I just say I'm a huge fan. Um, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry to bother you. Could you get up off that curb? Uh, I all those matches. <laughs> Could you put the matches down? I just want to say that your pole dance. It just it made me believe in God. What would she dance to? I mean, I just fire starter. The <laughs> fire starts on it. That didn't come out around her time though, right? So it'd be. Oh, oh! It was just, I don't want to set the world on fire by yeah. the ink spots. There we go. <laughs> there go. It was like a really slow, sexy song. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, 40, 42. I also feel like she would sing like, I put a spell on you. <laughs> like she just oh. like a really <laughs> slow, creepy song. I with would, lots I of eye contact. That, like because her name was so uncreative that if it were today, she would just dance to I'm in love with the stripper. Yes. It like, would just be the most uncreative of yes. the stripper songs. It's yeah. cherry. It's a, uh, what's it? Cherry pie? Yeah, yeah. She's my cherry pie. She's my cherry yeah. pie. Or I kissed a girl and I liked it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Perry song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, so they questioned her. So they questioned poor her Gwen, and they were like, Gwen. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Poor Gwen. Excuse me. Is it uh, Guinevere or is it Gwen? Uh, they questioned her and they asked her, you know, why she was standing outside of a fire. Uh, and she said that she knew where to find the murder of a prostitute's body. So the cops were like, well, that's not why we were here. But I guess, you know, that's important. That's Ooh. a crime. So, <laughs> uh, 
I mean, how long is it going to take yeah. to get there, though? <laughs> Maybe we could drive together. <laughs> uh, I just imagine them being worried because they're like 20 minutes out from their lunch break. I'm like, if this takes yeah. over half an hour, oh, I don't yeah. know. I get it. I, I don't <laughs> know. I get it. I feel like both of you know something about Chicago police during that era that I am completely out of the loop of. <laughs> I just know like the accent. So they all talk like this and they're lazy, right? And they're lazy. <laughs> I, don't, I just assume it's the 60s. They're and all the like 70s. me, but with a mustache. Oh, and then that's a giant, hot look. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I just started a fire, but you're hot. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lady standing there. Oh, my God. Cootie oh, Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Cootie oh my Perry. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so they go, okay, we'll, we'll follow you. So she takes him to a cemetery outside of Chicago where Sarah was buried. This is so sad. And then she confesses to Sarah's murder. So just imagine like you're a police officer. First, you're investigating a fire. Then you're investigating a, pr- a possible prostitute. Now you're now you're like murder of a prostitute, a right? Murder of a prostitute. Okay. Now you're invest. Now you're like getting a confession that this woman murdered her child. And you're just like, oh, so did she. So I'm assuming that the funeral was like a formal funeral for the baby. Yeah. And they just assumed it was like SIDS. Or I guess something? like a asphyxiation or, or like, yeah, SIDS or I don't think so. they even asked back then. Probably. Yeah. They're just like, hey, it's stop breathing. I tell the grandmother it. cared. <laughs> yeah. I, I doubt she was like, she read too much into it. She no. Was just like, Is it ah, cause okay. of death? Dead. Yeah. That's all it said. <laughs> it's a baby. Natural causes. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> See, so, the doctors and the, and the police were just yeah. the same level. Oh, hey, like, what's yeah, going on, Bob? Oh, yeah, dead baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did I tell you I met Guinevere Cootie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What a Cootie. Oh, yeah. Oh. She was some piece of ass. <laughs> That's terrible. So Seriously. she was tried in 1982 and sentenced to 20 years. And she went to jail till 1991, where she was paroled after serving only 10 years. Which I feel like she shouldn't have been paroled. I feel like either she should have... Because, I mean... Her life was terrible, and I think it's awful what happened to her. But context of it is she killed a baby. Yeah. So she right. should have gone to jail for life. Or yeah. she should have put him in treatment, honestly, because jail should, wouldn't have done anything yeah. to her. Yeah. Or she should have gotten treatment. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe she didn't say anything. Maybe she didn't talk about it. I was going to say, yeah. did anybody bother to ask her? They probably didn't. It, yeah, the they didn't. interviews that she did were that I found were after the second right, when uh, they, crime. Right. So I didn't see anything. So maybe she just like was like, yep, I did it. I'm just going to, you know. So well, who knows? Well, you normally get paroled like, because you... Uh, well, one of the reasons you get paroled is because you show remorse for your crimes. So I'm sure she was very remorse- remorseful and like yeah. aware of what she had done. Um, yeah. And that's, that's probably, probably why she confessed to the guilt. Yes. Yeah. Was eating her alive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe it was her sweet dance moves. We'll never know why she was <laughs> Maybe. Paroled. She's wanted You're the attention. You're not allowed to dance in prison, obviously. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't no. do that. Wait. It's joy. Wait, what? No. Prison is like that whole town from Footloose. I've watched. <laughs> There's prison no dancing. Is just the town from Yeah. Footloose. Everyone just walks and like stop like, okay I'm sorry collaborate and listen yeah kill the baby <laughs> and then what rhymes with listen yeah <laughs> okay so this is where George Garcia comes into the mix so George Garcia is 28 years her senior so he's 28 years How older than she so at the time so he was 60 at the time so when she gets out so they meet when she's at Dreamway when she's a stripper so she's probably like 17 32? 18 okay they meet yeah. they 
face. Then she goes away. Okay. Oh, I see. So they met a long time ago. They met a long time ago. She She goes away. Okay. And then they get married while she's in prison. Mm -hmm. They end up getting divorced, Mm -hmm. you know, because of Mm -hmm. reconcilable differences. And uh, then they get back together when she comes out. And he is described as a Forrest Gump character, a little dumb, but very good hearted. But that's a friend of his, right? But in reality, he was extremely abusive to Guinevere. He would frequently hit her, and he one time raped her by sticking a broken glass bottle up her vagina. Can I just apologize oh for God. all men while I'm here? I mean, please do. They're yes. straight men, so they're not completely my you know responsibility. But that's pretty awful. It's like, what do you get off on that? Why do you do? I don't. I mean, I guess she did kill a baby, but I'm not saying that makes it okay. No, I don't think that. I mean, she killed the a baby are, because of the other men yeah. and women in her life previously. So yeah. just oh, yeah. everybody you know yeah. in her life yeah. has been awful. Everyone's trash. Everyone. Everyone's trash. I will say that I will. I will say that I. I'm not trying to say that she. She doesn't deserve sympathy. She does, but she also. Do, she also chose to act in a violent manner. She chose to kill a baby. She chose to start fire. She chose to act in in those ways where where she could have maybe you know talked to people. She could have you know reached out. She could have done. But she so. was never taught that reaching out did any good. Or that I don't know. who's to say they even had the resources back then. I have friends who are struggling at this time in 2019, mm-hmm. and everything's a lot more woke now, and yeah. they still don't have access to resources. Imagine being you know in the 60s or you know whatever trying to deal with that exactly i get it i'm and, not and saying that rape like wasn't even a thing back yeah, then yeah you rape. could still rape your wife yeah. it wasn't considered rape yeah yeah well so, so but I, I was gonna say um i think that she kind of she's one of those rare people that walks that fine line i think of like being mentally ill but also being aware of what she's done in her mind she's fully realized yeah she's you know she of her crimes but she thinks that they're correct. She justifies she, them. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like this is one of those people that she never had a chance from the second that her mom jumped at that window. Like she just. She never was. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see. I just feel like if, if you if you throw somebody in that and say that they are just the way that they are, then it's like, well, what about the people who've had similar experiences and were able to like, yeah, not, not kill babies, not kill babies. That's yeah. true. You know, it's like, I think that, um, I do agree. I think that her life was, was, um, horrible from the start. And I think that she had no like lifeline. Right. But I also feel like, you know, I think morally, I think she knew what she was doing was wrong. That's true. And then she, goes on to do more crimes and yeah. kill more people so I guess so I guess I'm swayed but I will <laughs> so much. we're glad she's dead now but right? now but now I'm yes. swayed and I feel like she yeah. <laughs> hurt people hurt people yeah. well give me your hat no. yeah right <laughs> I'll give you my shirt uh, so Forrest Gump the movie was based on <laughs> oh Forrest God. Gump the book which was written by Winston Groom following the success of the movie Winston wrote a sequel to the novel called Gump and Company. The novel references the movie Forrest Gump and that it has inaccurate tellings of his life and brought unwanted press attention. Forrest Gump even meets Tom Hanks in the novel. Does he though? Does Winston Groom meet Tom Hanks? No, Forrest Gump does. He Was wrote the Forrest book. Gump a real person? No. He wrote a book about a fictional... Right, right, right. Yeah. But like it's like, is it not Winston Groom? No. It's no. a character. It's like Tolkien saying that yeah. Gandalf met the guy who the played, guy who played Gandalf. Gandalf. I can't remember his name, but him, yeah. 
And then people being like, too real. You know, like, yeah. that's a weird. Yeah. It's a meta. It yeah. sounds like Winston wanted to meet Tom, though. I'm sure he met Tom Hanks. Everyone wants so. to meet Tom Hanks. When he, want, when he met it's, the. Yeah, he seems so like, I bet nice. his hug is like just like a basket of puppies. Like, I bet it's just like the nicest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it used to be. I think now he's getting like old and crotchety. Well, oh, he, yeah. So know. they're like old puppies. Yeah. 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 They're like old puppies that are a little bit aggressive. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, I like you, but you have kidney disease. Yeah. yeah. They're like, it's like, well, kind of like my grandfather. My grandfather gives really great hugs for like three seconds. And then he ends the hug by giving you the fiercest shoulder squeeze that you've ever had in your entire life. Where you're just like, ah. Why? <laughs> oh, is it like to love you, but also remind yeah. you that you got to be tough in this world? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it basically, it's like, I might be 90, but I could still bring you down. Yeah. It it's like, like toxic it. masculinity, the yeah. hug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it the is hug. the... <laughs> <laughs> I love you not that much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow! So, yeah, I feel like maybe that's what it is now. So, when Gwen was in prison, George visited Faithfully every weekend. So they got Faithfully? married. Yeah, they got Sorry. married. And then, as I mentioned before, they got married and then they got divorced. Did I miss something? No, there was someone in prison named Faithly and George visited Faithly every weekend. <laughs> he visited Faithly, Faithfully. And Gwen was so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> she, that's probably why they got married. Yeah. She's like, who's this other bitch? Tom Hanks, I've got puppies. Um, so then she gets paroled. So they get divorced. We don't know why they got divorced while she was in prison. She gets paroled. They get a mar- remarried almost immediately. Then several Four weeks after that, they break up. She moves back in with her grandparents oh. and begins a relationship with a man named John Gonzalez, who is a security officer for the Chicago Housing Authority. Okay, hold on. That's a lot to take in. It's and I want to take a second to go back and ask, why was Winston so mad <laughs> about Forrest? I mean, it's a wonderful movie. He wasn't mad. He it's, was he's excited. Whining. He's whining in the book. No, Forrest is whining. I refuse to believe that they're two <laughs> separate people. <laughs> why? <laughs> J.K. Rowling isn't Harry be, Potter. Because the name Winston Groom is too much like Forrest Gump. Like, it's a name you would never hear. So he's like, oh, I'll just find another weird, like, Do you not know how authors write yeah. books? I mean, like, Gwen I Cooney understand. isn't a very normal name, but I don't think that she's really Lori. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kill a baby? <laughs> <laughs> I killed a poo baby earlier today. Oh, um, oh nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> She dropped the kids off by the pool. I dropped kids off. I flushed it down the toilet. Um, (laughs) So. You know what I was really proud of? What? Yesterday, I always had to poop at work. And we don't have any private bathrooms. They're all like four stalls. It's very rude. It's a corporate office. That's the worst. So I get really anxious pooping at work, but I always have to. Yeah. Um, And so the other day, yesterday, I was in there and the, um, the housekeeper came in and she started cleaning and she knew I was in there because like you know how you make like noises yeah they're like, <clears throat> yeah. They're like do something yeah yeah I was going I was uh, I don't, I don't, where do you work? <laughs> no, that's what I do. Oh, okay, all right. People are like, is she having sex with a bee? What's happening? Yeah. So I was hoping that she would be courteous and hear me 
and understand that, oh, she hasn't flushed within the last seven seconds. She's obviously pooping. Uh-huh. Let me leave for a few minutes. And she, like, but she didn't. I heard her, like, start, like, like spraying down the mirrors and, like, sweeping. And I was just, like, gay. And then I was trying, like, can you leave for a few minutes? I said it nice. I was like, can you please leave for, like, a few minutes? And she was like, excuse me? I'm like, can you... Can you please leave, please, for just like a few minutes? <laughs> I'm trying to poop. Imagine being yeah. her, though. She's like, yeah, and I want to go home at some point. If I had to stop working yeah. every time somebody pooped, yeah. I'd never leave. I got it. I get yeah. it. I told him to get it, but at the same time, I was like so close to done with pooping that I just needed just the just moment. Give me alone. five seconds. Can't you hear the B sounds I'm making? Yeah. <laughs> so now we're getting to the murder of George. Garcia. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And there, her husband, her 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 husband, second slash, remarried husband, ex husband slash ex husband slash husband. Okay. Slash ex husband. Wait. Husband, ex husband, husband, ex husband. Now ex husband. Yeah. Twice. Separated. Separated. Husband. Twice removed. Twice removed. Yes, twice removed. Yeah. <laughs> Probably her cousin. Um, so there's two accounts that I found. It is Chicago. No, I'm just yes. kidding. Chicago. Yeah. It's, you is guys that ever, a thing? No, no. Is that no, an I'm apologizing thing? to the people in Chicago. <laughs> um, so there's two accounts of his death. So the first account was that in the early morning of July 23rd, 1991, Gwen and Gonzalez spent several hours drinking at her grandmother's house, which I'm still floored that she stays at the grandmother's house. That just is so... Yeah. I just like, can you imagine that kind of like... The tension. Abuse and just like, just like, you're just like... Yeah, you're tension, okay. you're right yeah. too. Like, and who's still, is the grandfather, do we know the grandfather's still alive? It doesn't say, And no. how is this bitch still alive? The grandmother, like Jesus just died. Oh, yeah, no, bile makes you live forever. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah it's my, very true. My the grandma, meanest bitches Yeah, live they live so forever. Long. My grandma was supposed to die like 20 years before she actually did it. She yeah. just lived on spite and vinegar. Yeah, like she was yeah. just like, yeah. I, I will see all of you mm-hmm. die. Yeah. I mean, luckily we watched her die, but she, she tried really hard. She tried. Yeah. she tried. She went swinging, yeah. literally. Um, <laughs> so they were looking for money. So they drove to Bensonville, Illinois, and found George, who was returning to his condo. Gwen and George got into his pickup truck, and Gwen claimed that George hit her and slammed her head against the dashboard. She then shot him point blank in the chest with Gonzalez's .357 magnum where is gonzalez gonzalez is like apparently just there like at the scene at the scene he's like in the back of the truck yeah where are we going did you get the money and he's not an officer he's like a uh no because he didn't talk like that yeah he had a different voice so (laughs) he's he's an officer for the chicago housing authority so which apparently means they get a gun i don't know yeah that's weird why would he have a gun yeah okay so the housing sorry what's the housing authority are those like the people in charge of like hud yeah. yeah. Okay. They kind of make sure that, you know, squatters, I guess, or something. Low income housing, yeah. probably government housing projects. I'm assuming. I don't know. Speaking okay. of Magnum, Bill and Melinda Gates have offered a hundred thousand dollar grant to sponsor the development of the next generation of condom. A main contender is the origami condom, which was designed and produced in California. The condom folds and unfolds in line with your natural movement. It fits more loosely than traditional latex, sacrificing none of the safety and the additional friction due to the folding movement creates additional sensation. Or you could just go on prep. 
What's that? what? Oh, you guys are straight. It's the pill that keeps you from getting HIV. I'm gay. Yeah, well, you don't have to worry about it. But yeah. there are other... I yeah, just, but I there's like penicillin. There's that need a condom <laughs> just now. Just I, like I like to, to put it on two because I don't want yeah. my partner or myself to have a good time. I just, yeah. I, I have just an IUD, like so... Oh, there you go. I put on, yeah. Tabs, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. She's in, a, she's in a loving relationship. <laughs> um, I would give the money to that new condom that... Um, Changes colors for STDs. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can you imagine, though, like if you're drunk and you're having sex and you pull out and it's like a rainbow? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you finish, obviously, because you're starting. But like, do you worry about it afterwards? I don't know. Once you wipe off. I mean, isn't... That's how it works, right? Yeah. 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 There's also that lady condom that is supposed to be like, you're supposed to wear like 24-7 in case a dude rapes you. And then like essentially like does like a... Oh, it cuts it and rips it up. Yeah. Yeah, finger oh, traps where it just catches it. Yeah, <laughs> it just I saw that. You're just like, ah, now we're stuck here. Yeah, it's like a cat's <laughs> no. penis. Yeah, does yeah. it catch the penis? It, it catches cuts and it like up. shreds oh, it. Yeah, good. oh yeah, like you are. You can't. But use you're it essentially that. supposed to wear it all the time because yeah. you never know. Not, um, I mean, yeah, obviously you never know. Lord. Wouldn't it Jesus. be? Like, <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird if you could see it coming. You're like, yeah. hold on, wait Tonight a second. Nine. Oh my gosh, oh. let me just. Yeah. And so does is it all latex? How does that one work? What is the compound? It looks like uh, it's like a rubber vagina dentata. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's like a. It looks like a plug, but on the outside it's all super smooth, and on the inside it's got all these sharp barbed things. So it doesn't hurt the woman because it's nice and smooth. But anything that goes inside of it is. So when you're getting it out, you kind of have to like very gingerly get it out, right? Because if you accidentally stick your finger, you never take it out. Yeah, you're just there forever. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. that's a that's the life of a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you put it in. That's just it. Sorry. You just accept it. Yeah. Oh my god. So the second account was one night in July in 1991. She got drunk and quarreled with Uncle John about raping her as a child. Quarreled. Yeah. It's so lightly put. That's yeah. so weird. Oh my god. I'm like, hey, you remember that I'm one time? I'm to pick with like you, Jane Eyre. Yeah. Did you rape me when I was seven? I am so upset about that. I quarreled with my rapist. Did you not hear me making B sounds in the bathroom? (laughs) I will not take tea with you today, sir. (laughs) So they quarreled. They quarreled. She tried to stab her uncle with a knife, but was prevented from doing so by her ex, Steve Garber, who stepped in between them. So she returns home, still angry, at about three in the morning, whereupon she gets into a fight with her husband, George. So this this one has it that they're still together. Okay. And that she... um, that they're still married in it. So her and her husband get in a fight. I'm assuming it's, I'm so angry that I wasn't able to stab my rapist. And he's all like, what? <laughs> he wore a condom. So he bashes her head three times onto the roof of a car parked Good outside God. their house. She pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. It's fair. July 2nd, 1991. Donald Trump proposes to Marla Maples. Oh my God. And gives her a 7.5 carat diamond ring. They were married from 1993 to 1999 and had one daughter, Tiffany Trump. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. not even a fun one. No, she's like the... She's a smart one, though, because she doesn't get involved in anything. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say she's the... No, I mean, like, smart of all of them, because Ivanka's yeah. like, I'm going to put myself in the middle of anything, and she's going to go to prison. But it's, Tiffany, nobody's looking for her. I got to be honest. That What you're saying right now is sort of like me saying I'm never going to pose for Playboy. It's like, nobody's asking. Well, you know? yeah. Nobody's asking <laughs> Tiffany Trump Fair enough. And administration you know i could say all all day that i'm like i am never going to show my body and they're like yeah no shit we don't need you so (laughs) okay wait (laughs) 
So, <laughs> so the trial. <laughs> Moving past it. Uh, so, thirteen months later, Garcia. So, which one happened? So, which here's what know? I think because the art, the the art article that I found that talks about the trial says that Gonzalez, her then boyfriend, testified against her and pleaded guilty to armed robbery and served three years of a seven year sentence. So, I so have a feeling the that first the first one. one, but there were some accounts that said that the second one happened. How would people know that he that you argued with her uncle or her grandfather? No, she, her uncle. Sorry. I think what happened was is she told one version and then oh, the case okay. said told another version. I see. I see what you're saying. So one, she is the version is she's attacked by her ex-husband first. Yeah. After already having a rough day of yeah. having to deal with. Because she's like trying to garner sympathy. She's like, look, I got into a, a row with my rapist. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Uh, you you know, just a home. typical Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so sad that this is not I even... And shot a, him in the head. Yeah. I mean, none of that is really an exaggeration for her life, and that's... No. No. It's not. Really, I, I would have committed suicide, but I'm a quitter. Yeah. So good Same. for her. Same. Yeah, she... I would have... Yeah, there's no way in hell. So, she was so she was convicted of first degree murder and since she this was her second conviction of first degree murder due to Illinois law she was sentenced to die by lethal injection and the presiding judge who convicted her said that he found no evidence that she was under the influence of extreme mental or emotional disturbance at the time of the crime which mm. I feel like that's not fair she's also always under yeah. extreme that's what I'm saying it's her constant like, state yeah. of being yeah. I feel like it's like you know you can't say like you can't do the baseline it's just always on edge and then be like yeah, yeah but you weren't even more on edge yeah. so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, so it went to the uh, Illinois Supreme Court and five out of seven judges uh, who heard the appeal in November 1994 concurred with the child judge's opinion and the sentence was upheld. So she was set to, to die by lethal injection. So while she was on death row, she found God in jail and became a fervent, fervent Roman Catholic. She then decided, you know what, I'm just going to drop all further appeals. And she told the judge, I don't want to die, Your Honor, but my life is miserable. I made peace with God myself. I am sitting in prison while my victims are dead. My life has no purpose, no meaningful existence. Her last meal was a deep dish pizza. Aww. Yeah. Mm, how so, jokey. <laughs> how, how Chicago <laughs> I know. Chicago through and through. I mean, yeah. she still loved the place, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so she, un, unbeknownst to her, there was a, a lobbyist group called Amnesty International, which is a, rallies against the death penalty and defenders of bat, and defends battered women. The head of the group, the leader of the group, is named Bianca Jagger, and she co-authored a letter to the to Governor Edgar requesting a clemency hearing. The hearing was held in Springfield, Illinois, which happens to be the oh, birthplace God. of Abraham Lincoln. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for a Simpsons joke, but yeah. yeah. Well, isn't that the That's one a, that is that? I, is you think I'm gonna zig and I zag? Yeah. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I went with the Abraham Lincoln angle. <laughs> <laughs> I went with the funnier angle. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm in stitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. 
<laughs> this was a fact that was brought in the article, so I didn't even have to steal it from them. <laughs> they, they, they put this fact in there. <laughs> they were Why? like, it just so happened to be the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln. What does he have to do with any what of this? That? He was the guy who... Leave him out of this. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like, who... Th- this story is too depressing. Put something in there about a president or something. Well, I guarantee you, they probably... It's like an old white guy is writing the story, and they're like, we gotta we gotta really josh this up. We gotta liven this up. And they were like, he's like, I know what'll get him. The birthplace of Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Do your four score and seven years ago bit. Yeah. All right. So, Guinevere was not present, but she sent a message, which she tape recorded in her cell, to Bianca Jagger. She said, stab interfering. Stay out of my case. Stay out of my life. <laughs> this is not a suicide. I committed these crimes. I respect the decision of the Illinois Supreme Court. I am competent to waive my rights to appeal. Go Bears. So, if you want to help, yeah, get me some more deep dish pizza. Get me a deep dish pizza. <laughs> Call Gary. <laughs> yeah. Gary's pizza. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she killed Bianca. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. she kills Bianca. No. no. So Miss Jagger testified at the hearing that society could not allow her to be killed. She said, while, while she appears to be resigning herself to her fate, I believe she is really doing for the third impossible and final time in her life is engaging in an act of control. And crikey, look at these gators. <laughs> I just, I, any, any person, I feel like. Named Bianca. That's named like Bianca. the Stereotypical. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a weird Australian English yeah. thing, right? I yeah. feel like no matter what, even if they're born in like Florida, they come out with a British accent. Yeah. Wham. Wham. So on the in morning. relation to Mick Jagger? It didn't say. Sisters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the morning Guinevere prepared to take Holy Communion for the last time, the governor delivered his finer verdict. Guinevere should never be free again, he said, but her crime should not be punishable di- by death. When I heard of the governor's decision, I was glad at first. Then I wondered, oh my God, what will Guinevere think about it? It's like the Jimmy Fallon school of acting. (laughs) It's just all over the place. (laughs) Now she's a man. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) So this is my last uh, fun fact of the night. Miss Jagger and Guinevere have never met. This bitch. Yeah. She is like the textbook definition of busy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tough because I agree. I agree with what Miss Jagger says in some ways, but also it's like, you know. She never sat down and talked to her like everybody never, yeah. else. Like everybody else in her life. She just controlled life. her own. Yeah. Right. For her own purposes. I mean, I get that her heart is coming from uh, the right place. Yeah. And it's tough because it's like, I can see where she's coming from because it's also like, well, is she saying she wants to die just because she's just like, let's just do it. Just pull the ripcord. It's like starting the fire at a grandma's house. She's like, I don't have the courage to do it myself, so I'm just going to let you guys do it. But, you know, maybe she was actually taking ownership of her crimes. But I think think that... I think so. I think that, I mean, I honestly, I, I get it from her point of view of like, I 
did these things my life will never be a good life my life this it's it's like you know I, this life went to waste this yeah. life was fucked up and even if i get out which she never would have i'm just gonna kill more babies yeah yeah well she, <laughs> no, i think she's the no. definition of it's just she'll never she's never she never yeah. has a chance it's, it's to a be happy it's time for yeah. a do-over exactly yeah. Yeah. so i think she's the definition of she just is somebody who's just so who's been hurt so many times that she just she hurts the people that are closest to her yeah so that's, that's all why she hurt taught. That's why she hurt her baby. That's killed her baby. That's why she killed her husband. But I mean, her husband was abu- like abusive, according to her, right? <laughs> he and was abusive, yes. But he also did visit her. He was one of the only so, people yeah. who visited her in have prison. Have you not seen Love After Lockup? I have not. No. Okay. So okay. First of all, have you? Have you? Is Abraham is- Lincoln in it? <laughs> no, but there are many other heroes. Oh, okay. In it. <laughs> So Love After Lockup is it's a reality show where somebody, uh, you know how there's those websites where you can write to a prisoner? Yeah. So you write to an inmate and then these are the people that like start dating, quote unquote, an inmate while they're still in prison. So they go visit them, you know, um, during their visitation hours. And then when that prisoner gets out of jail, they um, immediately move in with them and get married almost right away. So like what you see, uh, excuse me, what you see with a lot of them, it's hilarious. But what you see is that most of these people that want to be with a prisoner do it because they can control that prisoner. You know where they are at all times, you know, because they're in fucking prison. Yeah. And when they get out, you still want to know where they are at all times. You want to control every little aspect of their life. So that's just what like this guy did. Whether or not he visited her in prison doesn't make him a better husband. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, I think once you start hitting someone, it doesn't matter what good deeds you do, you're a monster. Yeah, I you think know? he was a monster. I think that yeah. he knew like he would always be able to control her because she had always been controlled. Yeah. And that was her like de facto mode. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, they were close, but... Um, he also sucked and probably deserved to die. I don't think he deserved to die, he, but I think... Like, he scratched her pussy up with a I piece of glass. I think he deserved oh, to go yeah. to... He deserved to go to yeah. jail. I, I think, think he, he left that. Did, did we mention that? Yeah, I said, yeah, he oh, raped yeah, her with glass. a yeah. broken bottle. Like that's a death, death. I mean, I yeah. didn't say it in, in that poetic of a language. Well, no. you got to keep it real. Yeah. Verily. <laughs> <laughs> he had a quarrel uh, with my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> One time I, uh, I went online when I was in high school and found, uh, the, one of those places where you can submit to be to to send letters to prisoners. So I filled out the form mm-hmm. and online, and I sent in my address. But mm-hmm. at the time, no. because I was I'm was such an idiot when I was in high school, I never in my life put my city in my zip code. I'd always just give him my address. So it was like one two five, you know, North Place or something like that. And then I would just, you know, people would just be like, oh, I know where that is because everybody I knew lived in North Place. Yeah, North Place <laughs> lived in the city I lived in. So sorry, that's. <laughs> point in North Place. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I put in my address, but I didn't put in the city and the state and the zip oh, code because I didn't, I didn't know it. So then I get an email from like the war warden or somebody who was like, oh, I'm, I'm in charge of the letters or whatever. And you didn't put your, your real home address. And I thought he meant like, I put it wrong. Like he couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So I sent it back the same way. And I just said like, you know, one, two, five North place. And he was like, forget it. <laughs> Cause I didn't put my city in my state. In or, my zip code. Did he want you to? He wanted Cause he needed a full address. Cause they didn't know where I was from. So they didn't know, like I was just sending them the street, the street number and the street. Wait, how did it, even gets delivered because if you don't put your full address on the envelope 
then they, then it just doesn't get sent. Because right? yeah. it was just like a form that just said you just have to fill out. And he like, contacted you by email. He contacted me by email. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. So it wasn't by mail. I think yeah. the most important question that we're missing here is <laughs> yes. why did you do this? Yes. And what were you I hoping? Just thought it that was, was interesting. my next question. Yeah. Yes. I thought it would be interesting to mail because I was just like, I wonder what like people. And I think actually, I think I ended up later on in life, I found like a... A f- like a MySpace profile or a pe- MySpace thing where you could like send prisoners like messages or something. I mean, I get it. I've thought about writing to an inmate, but I'm also just too paranoid well, that, yeah. that I'll be found afterwards for me to actually do it. Just don't put your city. So apparently. after <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do what I did. 125 yeah. North Place yeah. and I'll sign it, Lori Robinson. Anywhere so, Indiana. So I think I got like a message from a from an inmate and he seemed really nice. He was like, I don't think, and I don't think he, he I think it was like Berkeley or something. Um, he beat up like an old lady who, who hasn't. But he. <laughs> like you do. Yeah, obviously. But he. Get in a row and He quarrel. was like, he sent me a, me- he sent me one message and I was just like, oh, that's nice. But then I, cause I used to read a lot of like, um, fictional like crime stories. So this was a, a fictional crime story about a guy who gets out of prison. I forgot the name of the book, but he gets out of prison and the first thing he does is go to the, the women that he's been writing to and kills them See? in the most horrific fashion. I think we read the same book and that's why I won't <laughs> so write I to them. immediately stopped writing to him because it was like the most graphic, horrible way. And I was just like, holy crap. Like, I honestly was like, they're going to think it's so nice and they, you know, they've been so isolated and blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> I read this book that's just like, yeah, they're idiots and they're, they're asking for it. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not asking for it. <laughs> I'm surprised that criminals would have that mindset you'd think they'd be christian or something you know the author of that book i guarantee you has sexually assaulted a woman because it was vivid the way that he describes some of this stuff okay but i'm in the wrong for assuming that winston groom and forrest gump are the same person (laughs) and you're accusing somebody of rape but he used it to show his character you're trying to say that there's no way that the two aren't the same you're trying to say that basically he just changed it's like forrest gump is his pen name well you Oh, yeah, I like that. that, that, that that's that's somebody, romantic. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody who wrote a, a book of horror committed the heart. Yeah. So, yeah they, I'm well, saying that he, he something happened. Something happened. Maybe he has a life. really vivid imagination. Hogwarts is real. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it is. So that's Guinevere Garcia. So I would say like... Uh, so she, did she die? She, she's still alive. She's still alive. Oh, yeah. She's a writer? She, Ooh, she was yeah. born in 1958, so... Oh, so she's, she's like 70. Her, oh, wow. Se- yeah, I was going to say 50. So thank God you went first, <laughs> even though I just immediately <laughs> followed. I'm still the doing the math on my phone here. <laughs> Keep doing it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, oh, 61. 61. She's 60. Yeah. Okay. So nobody was correct, except for the captain. <laughs> you said 48. 58. 58. Never mind. Closer. I was you right. You would have gotten Yeah, you would have gotten it. The price is right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's all I care. So she's still alive. So she's still alive. That's she, yeah, I, I Bianca. Have anything new about like anything about her. And uh, yeah, that's it. I just, I just think that the reason why I just think it's that I picked this story was that it's just crazy to me that she committed two horrific crimes right. and got out and then 
almost immediately or committed a horrific crime and then got out and then almost immediately committed another horrific crime. And so it's just that to me is just like, oh, well, boy. I think we're just looking at a case where like the killer got caught every time. It's like because there's plenty of killers that get out and do exactly the same thing right away. Yeah. But don't get caught right away. Yeah. You know, and then eventually get caught. Yeah. But she just got caught right away each she time. Got caught. She was going to kill no matter what. Yeah. She, I think. Yeah. She, she just killed the wrong people, though. I would have killed Uncle John. Killed her, yeah, but, Uncle John would have been the first on my list. Yeah. 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 And that grandma. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I would have stabbed her and been like, but it's got a condom on it. You know, just re- really <laughs> yeah. petty as you're stabbing yeah. her. <laughs> just really like for her to be like, God, yeah. you're such a bitch. I'm like, I know. You created me. Just, <laughs> why are you stabbing yourself? Why I learned from you. you. Yeah. You put it in her hand. Why are you stabbing yourself? It's one of those origami condoms. All right. (laughs) Well, Justice, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, No, no, I don't. How about your uh, Twitter? You seem to be a a big fan of Twitter. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is Justice Blaine. All one word, I believe. J-U-S-T-I-C-E-B-L-A-I-N-E. It's, I used to tweet a lot. Now I don't. I get angry when I go on there. So. I get it. I just share things from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's mm. just pretty much what I do. Oh, and then I like call Tommy Lauren an idiot. That's yeah. fun though. Yeah. That's, so like really typical liberal stuff. That's a good yeah, I'm like, yeah. you have too much makeup on. Your foundation doesn't match. Your hair is dry and frizzy. You know, like really yeah. gay, mean <laughs> shit. Yeah. Really petty. Stuff. Like, cause I know she doesn't read the other stuff, but I know she reads that cause she's vain. Yeah. So like I sit sure. in the shower oh, and I'm like, so oh, great. this is ruining her day. And then I'm like, oh, but you're a loser too because you're doing this. So it's like a it's like a cycle <laughs> and yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. I so know. if you want to join that, uh, follow me. <laughs> it's good. That's why we're all on there, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, that's true. We're all yeah. unhappy. I've just been <laughs> posting pictures of puppy butts. It's been really cute. Yeah. I've really enjoyed them. It's it's just, it's not quenching the rage as much as I thought it would. Yeah. Nothing but does. it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice for that half a second that I go, I'm so fucking mad. I'll look up a puppy butt. <laughs> so. Have you tried whiskey without the E? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not since I was sick. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, Seagram's going to take our sponsorship away. <laughs> they are. They're going to give us a sponsorship just to take it away. Um, all right. Well, you can follow Bloody Mary Podcast with Marie and Lori on Instagram and Twitter at Bloody Podcast. We also have a website that's coming out in 2020 <laughs> oh my god! You, oh my god! <laughs> why don't you just make the website already? Can someone can Wix oh sponsor god. us? So that <laughs> we already have Squarespace. <laughs> Do we? Uh, yeah, we don't have them as a sponsor. No, they wouldn't touch us with a ten foot pole. No. But <laughs> one day, one day, <laughs> one day. Hey guys, sorry to do a quick and jarring cut to, but we had some audio issues that we didn't realize till the last minute. So. What you missed in the last couple minutes of our recording was us saying our goodbyes, which we had started doing. Um, like my mother and her friends, our goodbyes last at least 45 minutes. Um, so we were just saying how you can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at Bloody Podcast. And if you have any ideas for the show, please contact at please contact us at bloodymarypodcast at gmail.com. Also a big one was Maria had asked why I specifically chose this for the Bloody Podcast Bloody Mary Podcast. And I said that I thought it was crazy that when the sentence was commuted that they specified that it was not because she was a woman. 
but I feel like she was. That's the big reason is that she, you know, you put a man in that position with for two first degree murders and there's no way that sentence get, gets commuted. And I think one of the things that I keep bringing up in this podcast and I will keep bringing up in this podcast is that women are just as terrible as men. Men can be terrible, awful awful people as this podcast has shown but so can women as this podcast has shown and i think that one of the reasons why men it seems like they get away with so much more is because women are sort of like taught to be very demure and very you know homely and not don't speak up but we're also taught that we're not as vicious and as evil as men when that is absolutely not true so with that said, I think Guinevere Garcia is a Bloody Mary terrible woman in history and folklore. She obviously had some terrible things happen to her, but that doesn't excuse the terrible things that she did. And I think that whether or not you agree with the death penalty, I think that commuting her sentence definitely had something to do with the fact that she was a woman. And one of the things for sure that you know when it's definitely something is when one of the when somebody's first response is, well, it was definitely not because she was a woman, then you know it's definitely because she was a woman. So that was the big thing that I wanted to get across to you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Bye.